and welcome back to the show. Trust you guys are doing well this morning. I'm getting this notice that Trump did not enjoy the Rihanna performance last night. He slammed it. He said it was the epic fail of us. He went on to say on True Social, Rihanna gave without question the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. This after insulting far more than half of our nation, which is already in serious decline with her foul and insulting language. Trump writing on True Social Sunday night, he also added, so much for her stylist. <laughs> Was it that bad? I mean, I think I think it goes back to she did spray paint a car back in 2020 that said, well, F the president. So maybe that's why. Anyways, want to go to our phone lines this morning. Talk to our good friend Steve Gill with the Gill Report. This segment sponsored by God Bless the USA Bible. Find more at GodBlessTheUSABible.com. Steve, good morning. Winners and losers of the Super Bowl last night. Well, I think I think the big winner was the fact that uh, the U.S. military under Joe Biden did not overreact and shoot down the Goodyear blimp. So I think that was a big win for the night that they didn't suddenly think it was a Chinese spy balloon and shoot it down with an F-22 Raptor. So that was the big win of the night for me. Yeah, that and thankfully they didn't play the white national anthem because it would have been a totally different news story this morning. They did play the black national anthem, however. Should they play Dixie? Is that the white national anthem, which has now been banned? So I guess that that would be the white national anthem, perhaps. Yeah, the the idea that the uh, national anthem, which is, or we the people, which is for all Americans, is not good enough anymore, that you have the uh, the great dividers, the, the folks that want to foment more racial divide in this country, uh, are being given uh, uh, their props by the NFL and by woke corporations. And, uh, you know, again, I think that's just another example. Uh, I'm surprised they weren't having the LGBTQ flag spread on the uh, – on the field, like they sometimes do the American flag, just to just to show total wokeness. Oh, right, right. All right. So, want to get your reaction? You mentioned this briefly, although you said it was a blimp. We would be lucky if these were just blimps in the sky. But it appears that once again on Friday we saw off Alaska, then we saw a third over Canada, a fourth landlocked over Lake Huron. What's going on, Steve? Are we are we okay? Should we be concerned this morning? We should be very concerned that Joe Biden is in the White House and the military that has been so focused on going woke uh, to make sure that our military personnel use the right pronouns uh, are are apparently in a panic, shooting everything down over the sky. I'm, I mean, again, it's, it's good that the Goodyear blimp was not downed uh, in this overreaction. I think it is way past time for some real answers from the Biden administration. Uh, we're now shooting down these unidentified aircraft. Uh, we don't know if they're Chinese. We don't know if they're Russian. We don't know if they're alien UFOs. I mean, you know, we may be picking a fight with some intergalactic power and not know what we're doing. You know, you start shooting down their aircraft, they might get a little hacked off at us. Uh, I think there's at least a possibility that, that some of what we're shooting down now uh, may be coming from Russia. They They would come in on the same sort of flight path, whether it was China or, or Russia. Uh, but the fact that we're not getting any indication from the Biden administration what we're actually shooting down at this point, despite their claims that they can't recover this stuff because it's cold in Alaska, um, not as cold at Lake Huron, 
why aren't we getting the answer of what's actually going on? And, and I think that the Congress is asking questions. I think all Americans ought to be asking questions. The media ought to be asking questions. And I think part of the question ought to be, is, is this a great distraction? I mean, what are they now shooting down? They may be shooting down weather balloons, legitimate weather balloons, to distract us from you know, some of the other serious issues, uh, like, for example, the fact that uh, the Biden administration apparently ordered the destruction of the Nord Stream pipeline, creating a, a massive ecological and environmental disaster, uh, acting in, in a war um, category against a sovereign nation, you know, Russia's uh, pipeline, with, without us being at war with Russia. You know, we're assisting the Ukrainians in their fight with Russia, but uh, that's a provocative war act. And the fact that Congress isn't getting more information about the Nord Stream pipeline destruction, uh, there's serious reporting that it was ordered by Biden, that it was conducted by U.S. military personnel, and, and yet that's being ignored while we're shooting down whatever it is that's uh, uh, suddenly the hot topic of the day for the military. Yeah, I agree with you. It seems like this is a distraction because they're just not taking it seriously. And maybe that's because there are now a fourth and a fifth. I know yesterday someone tweeted out they saw something over Little Rock. At this point, I just <laughs> I look up, I see a bird, I scream, woof. Anyhow, the Pentagon. And, and let me ask you this. Yeah. Why in the heck are we shooting down these uh, unidentified flying objects, uh, which, again, if our, if our military is incapable of discerning what this stuff is and after they bring them down, determining what they were, uh, why, is, why is the U.S. military shooting down aircraft over sovereign Canadian airspace? The uh, Canadians have uh, F-35 aircraft. They do not have the F-22 Raptor. We're uh, the only ones that have that. That's uh, not allowed to be sold to other countries, even our allies like Canada. But Canada has um, Air Force fighter jets. Why aren't they shooting down what's over their country? Why is uh, NORAD, uh, the U.S. military, dispatching U.S. aircraft to fly over Canada and shoot down whatever is flying over their country? What What is up with that? I think that's another question that, that our, uh, our, our leaders in Congress should be demanding answers to and conducting immediate hearings into why they're not being provided the oversight information, the intel information that they're supposed to be given. Hmm. And Pentagon officials came out yesterday. Steve, they're not rolling out. It could be actually aliens. Take a listen to this in cut five. Uh, because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. Yeah, we're screwed, Steve. First of all, it's ridiculous because they're telling us that these latest objects, you know, pretty much just kind of float um, with the air. They they have said, again, but we're getting so many lies from both the military and the Biden administration. Who knows what the truth is at this point? But if they are simply kind of floating along rather than, than being uh, propulsed, you know, driven as the first Chinese uh, balloon was, uh, that that does not seem like something that would have come from outer space that would have acquired some sort of propulsion to get here. Uh, again, I think that the issue is, are these uh, uh, Russian 
origin? Are they Chinese origin? Are they some other country? Are they our origin? We're shooting our own stuff down to, you know, again, distract from the Nord Stream pipeline story from this massive uh, ecological disaster in uh, uh, Palestine, Ohio. There are a lot of news stories that deserve attention, and the Biden administration has always been good at trying to create some other crisis to distract from what's actually going on, including the the increasingly dire information coming from what we now know actually was, and we knew it all along, Hunter Biden's laptop that shows that Joe Biden was in the thick of these business deals, that his, uh, quote, smartest man he knows son was engaged in, and Again, there are a lot of reasons to distract the media, distract the American people, none of which are good for us. Mm. Now, this is an interesting story that has been developing. Now, this in Nashville, but he represents me downtown. He's the new state rep, Justin Pearson. So he's in trouble for wearing some clothes, though he's blaming this all on white supremacy and said he was attacked by a white supremacist for wearing it's called a dashiki on the house floor. I guess that's an homage to his heritage. Um, he's screaming that Republicans are, race, are, are racist and are attacking him based on his skin color. But it came out that they're just referencing the bipartisan and approved rules for house decorum and dress attire, which is far, far, Steve, from a racist attack. Yeah, and again, exactly where did he grow up in Africa? What was his What was his hometown? What was his hometown village? You know, with with his uh, wearing his uh, native cultural garb uh, again would uh, would kilt and uh, you know maybe you know folks dressing kind of like the guy with the uh, the horns that was in the Capitol on uh, right. uh, on January sixth to you know show their Viking heritage. Would that be acceptable attire? Of course not. They have rules and they. You had the same sort of thing get uh, broached by a, a woman who was uh, saying that she wanted to be able to, you know, show bare arms. And again, if guys are wearing, uh, you know, suits instead of wearing, you know, their uh, undershirts on the House floor, that seems to be sort of a fair uh, attire issue rather than, um, you know, some sort of attack on women or attack on African-Americans. Again, uh, there are these people that are wanting to draw attention to themselves rather than their lack of legislative prowess, their lack of legislative accomplishments. I, I would be more interested in, in why this particular legislator isn't talking about the crime issue in Memphis and trying to get something done there. The uh, abysmal test scores uh, in Memphis schools, despite the fact that Memphis uh, spending on education is among the highest in the state, the, the results are among the lowest. I think there are plenty of issues for a legislator from Memphis to talk about other than trying to draw attention to himself by dressing in native garb from a place he's likely never even visited. <laughs> well said. All right. This the Gill Report, my favorite segment. Appreciate him jumping on. Steve Gill, you can find out more at the Gill Report. Steve, as always, appreciate you spending your Monday with us this morning. By the way, Commander Chuck doing a great job giving us the traffic update. Is, is the Metro Councilman in Memphis uh, going to start telling us that uh, not only is the crime rate in, in Memphis not surging, but traffic is not getting any worse during rush hour? Is that going to be the next step we get well, from the maybe, uh, illustrious and wise council? Right. Well, Steve, maybe that's exactly why they're proposing <laughs> choice roads. And we'll talk to you about that As on Wednesday. The toll roads. Yeah. <laughs> they, really need a, they need a dictionary over at the governor's office. <laughs> All right, Steve. Take it easy. Thanks.